Welcome to our podcast, Alamo vs. Alamo. Today we will be discussing a summary of the movie. This will include the five W's, who, what, when, where, and why, our opinions on the film that will include our analysis on the movie and constructive criticism, and also a few jokes here and there. We will also include comparisons to the movie and history. First, we should start off with some backstory. Santa Ana, played by Emilio Echeverra, Mexico's president, a dictator, goes to battle with the Texian army to fight for Texas independence from Mexico. Compared to the Mexican army, Texians are vastly outnumbered. Regardless, many noble soldiers, including people like James Bowie, played by Jason Patrick, David Crockett, played by Billy Bob Thornton, and William Travis, played by Patrick Wilson, are ready to fight until the very last man is standing. The movie starts with few short shots of the of after the battle, which then flashes to before the battle. It introduces many of the characters, the setting and the, and the conflict, the tension, which we will of course get onto later. From then it's on card chronological order. Moving on to who was significant, the most significant pe- people stated before, James Willie, David Crockett, William Travis, San- Santa Ana, Juan Seguin, played by Jordan, Mola, and San Juan, Houston, played by Dennis Quaid. Now, what was significant? David Crockett was a fierce fighter, known, known for fighting a bear. But I actually have no idea if that's true because fighting a bear was not relevant to our research, so we never searched it up. So why was he fighting a bear? I, I have no idea. But he was the last man at the Alamo when everyone else had died. He was tied up and was brought to Santa Ana for execution. William Travis was promoted to general at the beginning of the movie, which... We don't know if not everybody agreed to it, but that was in the movie. Well, no, the people don't have to agree to him becoming, um, like, the general or first in command. It's whoever is first in command and gave him the position first. Yeah, but not a lot of people liked it. Yeah. So he was in command of the people at Alamo. During the night attack, when there were no climbing walls, he got shot, sadly. Yeah, when the Mexicans were climbing, whenever Mexican soldiers were climbing um, the walls during the night attack that happened, he ended up getting shot by a young boy. Santa Ana was one brutal dude. Dude, <laughs> he did everything he could to make sure no one at the Alamo would survive the battle. He even let his own men be killed if he, like, if it was needed, and he didn't care about them. He didn't care. He, um, said that they were insignificant and they were like bugs that like no he said he compared them to chickens but he literally compared them to things that like are insignificant to him which i find very like i don't know messed up but i guess that it worked but i also think that it was because of how many soldiers he had um and they were a lot like they were trained a lot more but he ended up winning the battle of the alamo it went in mexico's favor juan seguin was a mexican even although he was on Texas' side, he delivered Travis's famous letter, Victory or Death, to Sam Houston, so he wasn't a soldier at the Battle of the Alamo. Sam Houston was the main man, the main man, the big guy. When he received Travis's letter, he refused to help him at the Alamo, and that angered Texas, Texian soldiers that were with Sam Houston because a lot of their friends or their family or people that they've known for a long time were out there dying in the Alamo, and they knew that they could help them, but Sam Houston also knew that if they went, they would also be dead. But this decision Sam Houston had led him to be able to gain Texas's independence in the runaway scrape. That was a lot of words, but moving on. It was a lot of words, but, like, it was kind of needed. 
Historically, the, the Battle of Alamo was 13 days long, starting February 23rd, 1836. We were greatly outnumbered by Mexican soldiers. Sadly, Mexico had won, and with it killed everybody at the Alamo, leaving no one there except for Susanna Dickinson and her child, and they were ordered to flee back to where other people were to inform them of the Battle of the Alamo. In terms of when the movie was filmed, it was filmed in 2004, which most of us weren't in the room yet, unless you're, like, old and listening to this. I doubt it, but, yeah, most of us were not even, like, being thought of being made, unless we were and your parents were thinking of you being made. But where did this battle even take place, you may ask? Well, in Texas, of course, but it took place in present-day San Antonio. There are lots of missions in San Antonio, by the way, like Texas missions, part of the Texas Revolution, um, and those are pretty nice to check out. Let's be real. No one likes wars, battles, or death. There's death, blood, more death, and more blood. It's brutal, man. With that in mind, what was the point of the battle? Texas wanted their independence from Mexico, but Santa Ana, being the moody little boy he is, didn't like that very much, so the Texas Revolution begins. He was on his elongated period. Very. Let's move on to our beautiful opinions. The movie effects are great. I love how they make the battle so realistic, and for being made in 2004, they went above and beyond. In total, they spent about $35 million on this movie, with a budget of $107 million. Jeez. Rich that's people. A, that's, a, that's a big budget, man. Watching the movie, it's a great, a great experience. Though I found myself wondering if they could have added more backstory or intel about what was going on. Even though the movie was serious with a bunch of death and gore, the directors and producers somehow were able to like add humor throughout the movie, which made it not so like boring. Davy Crockett carried the humor throughout the movie. Like when he met Santa Anna, he said, I thought you would be taller. He said this as one of his last words, knowing he was about to die. Watching this movie, you'll never be bored. Since this movie is historical fiction, they did have to add fiction aspects, such as certain dialogue, time events, and actors' appearances. So, like, when dialogue was said, because most of the people that were at the Alamo are, no, like, I mean, all the people that were at the Alamo aren't there anymore. So, they had to make up dialogue and when it was said. But the more important parts, such as the setting, the people involved, and the consecutive events or the timeline was pretty much correct. Now, how accurate was this movie? Well, let's see. Let's compare the actors to the actual people. We won't be able to show pictures or go into lots of detail, but all the information regarding that is on our website. This isn't a very big detail, but while watching this movie, I thought in my head Santa Ana was some 60, 50-year-old man, while in reality, he was only in his 40s. Yeah, whenever I was watching that, I thought, okay, he's probably, like, 60 or, like... I thought he was a fat old man. Yeah, Mm. same. And then I searched it up, and I was like, he's in his 40s? And he's skinny. Not body shaming, but he was skinny. (laughs) He was skinny, man, in the photos. Um, In the film, Crockett plays his fiddle multiple times throughout the film, but how are we supposed to know if he actually did? Well, he probably didn't, or he absolutely didn't. In the film, it shows Travis and Bowie having some tension or disliking each other, Though, in history, this didn't happen. Well, we actually don't know for sure. In the film, Travis gets shot by a very young-looking boy, and there were actually shots before showing him, and it looked like he was forced to be there. And I bet lots of the soldiers that were there were forced to be there by their dictator. 
But with research, we found that the identity of who shot him is, like, not available. In the film, David Crockett's words were, By the way, I'm a really loud screamer. But in, his, but in history, his last words were, Rejoiced, rejoiced at my fate. I also doubt that he I also doubt that he said I would be taller referring to Santa Anna in real life too because that's not something that a heroic like um historical figure would say in like a time like that. I would be like don't kill me don't kill me now please 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 I I I I have food to eat and stuff to do like sleep and not be here. In the film, Mexico states that they will accept slaves if they say soy negro, which means I am black. But in history, they did not agree to accept slaves, but they were against slavery. Yes, and it was Santa Ana that did not agree to accept the slaves. And um, there are rumors that um, James Bowie's slave, after he had died, the slave had ran away and escaped. And his name was Sam, and that was actually historically proven. Yes, but that about wraps up this pad- podcast. <laughs> podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening and have a great day. Bye. Bye. Subscribe.